and welcome to On the Brighter Side. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and this is episode number 28, Just Do Some Good. So when it's time to go back to school, I like my kids to look through their supplies from the previous year because I cannot stand the idea of spending hundreds of dollars on school supplies for four kids when they have perfectly good supplies from last year that they haven't used yet. So I tell them all to get out their school supply list and then pull out all of their supplies from previous years and try to go through and match up and make supplies work that they have previously used. And so that's what we were doing earlier today. And my office looks like literally a semi truck exploded in here, but I'm trying to ignore it so that I can get this episode done and out to you by tomorrow morning. I've been really excited to finally get this episode recorded because I've been talking about it all summer long and hinting about it, but I'm finally doing it tonight. This week, I've had a lot of really great meetings and opportunities to speak about Just Do Some Good, and so I wanted to get on here and tell you all the exciting things we've been working on all summer, and we are almost ready to officially launch Just Do Some Good. It is a nonprofit dedicated to flooding social media with examples of meaningful service and kindness. So I thought I would start by giving you guys a little bit of the backstory. For the last 15 years, I've been predominantly a stay-at-home mom with my four children. And last fall, my youngest started school all day. And suddenly, I was left with all of this time on my hands during the day while all four of my kids were in school. And I am a doer. I do not sit still very well. And so I felt like I needed something that I could do that was meaningful and making a contribution in the world. And so both of my parents are marriage and family counselors. So naturally I thought, well, maybe I'll go back to school and get my graduate degree in counseling so that I could become a marriage and family counselor as well. So I applied to the program at a university here in our area and I was accepted and I started doing my coursework and I got a little ways in and realized that one-on-one counseling wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I felt like I wouldn't be able to see very many clients at one time and that the process would be slow and I wouldn't be able to help very many people. And so I decided that one-on-one counseling was probably not the direction I wanted to go. And so I thought maybe I would do group counseling and I would help groups of youth at the same time kind of develop their their identity and their self-worth to prepare them for the things that they would encounter in their life. And so I signed up for my first group counseling class and quickly discovered that group counseling was not for me. I did not enjoy the course material. I didn't enjoy the class. And I thought I would make a terrible group facilitator. So I dropped the class and subsequently dropped out of the program and was left with this huge void in my life and kind of hit a crossroads where I thought, what is it that I am supposed to be doing with my life? The only good thing that came out of doing six hours of graduate coursework in the area of counseling was that 
that I became very interested in how social media affects our children and our families. I felt like the biggest challenge that our kids are facing is learning to navigate social media. But after dropping out of my graduate program, I had no idea how I was going to help with this problem. For a few weeks, I would wake up, help my kids get ready for school, get them on the bus, and then I would go right back to my bed. And naturally, I turned to social media for comfort as one does when they are looking for inspiration and meaning in their life. And I would just scroll mindlessly. And I remember coming across some really disturbing things. And I was discouraged and upset by what I was seeing. And what I was seeing was kids about the ages of my older kids doing challenges such as eating Tide Pods and cutting themselves and this new fad called juuling. And as I got deeper and deeper into it, I just got more and more saddened by some of the trends that I was seeing on social media. And I just finally thought enough is enough. Something needs to be done. But I still had no idea what to do. One day, my husband came home and took the phone out of my hand and said, why don't we find something more productive to do with your time? Time. What if you volunteered your time for a nonprofit agency that you felt passionate about? I think that would be a really good way for you to put your time and energy into something meaningful and not spend so much time scrolling mindlessly through social media and getting upset by the things that you're seeing. Well, I, of course, thought this was a fantastic idea. And so I immediately went to the computer and started researching every nonprofit that I could possibly find. And after days of this, I realized that there wasn't really anyone out there doing exactly what I felt like needed to be done. But as I continued to research the great nonprofits out there, I feel like I was truly inspired by the ideas that were coming into my head and realized that if I wanted to affect social Social media in a positive way that I was just going to have to start my own nonprofit. And I had absolutely no idea of how this was to be done. So my first step was to call a dear friend and mentor of mine who is an attorney who I knew had experience with nonprofits. And I called him up and I said, I can't pay you any money, but I want to start a nonprofit. What do you think? And I went through through my thoughts and ideas with him. And he said, okay, I like what you're doing. And I convinced him to be on my board. And he promptly told me that I would need to find some other prominent people in the community that would be willing to serve on the board of a nonprofit without getting paid. So that's what I did. I thought of the most smartest and most willing to serve and change the world 
world for the better people I could possibly think of. And I contacted them all and I asked them to be on the board of this nonprofit that I wanted to start. And I put together the best team of service-minded, just-do-some-good individuals on the planet. And that is how Just Do Some Good was born. So now that you know the backstory, I can start telling you all about what Just Do Some Good is about. So we believe that social media in and of itself is neutral. It's neither good nor bad. It's what we choose to post, how we feel when we scroll, and what we see on social media that makes it good or bad. And left to its own devices, I'm just not sure how it's going to turn out. So at Just Do Some Good, we feel like we need to flood social media with examples of meaningful service and kindness. We believe that you are influenced by what you see and social media has all of the attention. We go to social media for inspiration. We go there for motivation. We go there for information and connection and really are so affected by different posts that we're seeing. And so to dilute all of these self-promoting and whoever gets the most views and likes wins, we want to put as much service out there into social media as possible. And now comes the fun part, how we plan to accomplish this. Just Do Some Good has a three-part mission. The first pillar of our mission is to partner with what I call CIAs, celebrities, influencers, and athletes. These are the people we feel have the most followers and views and perhaps influence in this space. We want them to help us spread the message of the importance of service by merely being the examples, by doing service, by talking about their causes and using their influence to bless the lives of others and make the world a better place. This can be done in so many ways and we plan to utilize social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and other social media platforms to spread the message of service using campaigns and challenges and different ways that anyone can participate in showing examples of meaningful service. Ultimately, we want to make service cool and postworthy. That is pillar number one. We all have influence. It's just what we choose to do with that influence that's going to make a huge difference. Pillar number two is about promoting other nonprofit organizations. So like I said, I started doing a lot of research on nonprofit and what I found is that the really good ones are out there using all of their energy and resources towards doing good in the world, which is amazing. However, without being able to update their websites or 
have social media accounts, they're not really able to publicize who they are, what they're doing, and how people can get involved through donations and volunteers. And we all know that if you don't have a strong online presence, no one will be able to find you, much less help your cause. So we want to use our platform to promote nonprofits, to introduce them, let people know who they are, what they're doing, and how they can get involved. But that's not enough. Once we've introduced them and our platform acts as a directory for other nonprofits in all different sectors of serving, people need to be able to find them and follow them in their efforts and know how to get involved. So we are so excited to be developing a internship program that pairs high school and college age students with these nonprofits to act as online content managers and social media account managers. We will be training and giving guidelines to these students so that they can effectively manage all of the online content and social media accounts for these nonprofits. They will be learning a marketable skill and getting great experience and exposure to nonprofits and a great entry on their resumes, while the nonprofits will get the opportunity to get their message out to the world and put more information on social media. As you can see, this is a win-win where we are teaching service over selfies. So that's the second pillar. And the third pillar is to participate and be involved in as much local community service as possible. We want to provide funding and volunteers for large community service projects that make a significant difference. Not only that, but we want to invite celebrities, influencers, athletes, business owners, church leaders, and other role models to participate with us so that people of all ages, skill levels, socioeconomic and financial backgrounds can work together towards a common goal of making our communities better. First big community service project will take place at the end of September where we will put together teams of volunteers for the city of Caldwell, Idaho to beautify the community by doing the exterior paint, simple fix-ups, and landscaping for elderly and handicapped residents of the community who cannot otherwise afford the upkeep on their homes. If you live in and around Boise, Idaho or within driving distance, I hope that you will look for that opportunity and come out and join us in this great service project. Also in September is the Amen Boise project that provides medical services for people in the community who are underinsured or cannot afford those medical services, which will be a very great opportunity to serve if you're trained in any of the medical fields. So as you can see, we have some really exciting things in the works and we plan to officially launch Just Do Some Good on or before August 25th. So look for us on social media and in your communities. We have our very first 
three-day Just Do Some Good Challenge, which will start on September 20th. We are asking for everyone's participation. Anyone can do some small or large act of service every day for three days and post about it to the hashtag Just Do Some Good. Service can be as small as smiling at a stranger, sitting next to somebody who you don't know at school, or as big as heading up a donation drive or a large service project in your community. We want to hear about all of it and we're so excited for everything we have coming up. Bottom line is this, everyone wants to be a part of the winning team, but in order to win, we have to show up to play the game and we have to show up and show the world how winners win. Winning is not about who can accumulate the most stuff, take the nicest vacations, drive the nicest car, or live in the nicest home. Winning is about utilizing your God-given gifts and abilities to bless the lives of others and to make the world a better place. So if you want to be a part of our team, you can find us on any social media platform at Just Do Some Good. After August 25th, you can find us at justdosomegood.org and you can always reach out to us at justdosomegood at gmail.com. Because this podcast is all about tapping into your courage to chase your dreams, live your mission, and do that big thing you've always wanted to do, I wanted to talk a little bit about the courage that I've had to muster up to do really hard things involving just do some good in the last few months. So as I said, the first thing I did was contact my good friend who's an attorney to help be on the board of just do some good and advise me and what needed to happen next. And so I basically do everything he tells me to do. And one day we had a meeting about just do some good and we were correlating on where we're at and what we needed to accomplish. And he told me that the next step that I needed to do was to start fundraising, to start reaching out to people and asking for money. The thought of asking people for large sums of money absolutely terrified me. I had to really tap into the source of courage that would allow me to walk into someone's home or office, pitch the idea to them, and ask them to write me a giant check. I've also had to approach celebrities, athletes, and influencers and ask them to provide services that would otherwise cost hundreds of thousands of dollars for free, which has been quite an experience. I've used Google to figure out how to write a business plan, make a pitch deck, and all kinds of other things that I have never done before. Most people have been so generous with their time and funds and energy that I am so very grateful, but not everyone has been so kind. And I've dealt with all kinds of answers ranging from, yes, tell me what I can do, to, sorry, I don't have time to meet with you at all. Some people have immediately embraced our mission and purpose, while others clearly will have to see some proof of what we are trying to accomplish before they'll buy into our mission. 
information. A few thoughts that have kept me centered and confident about what I'm trying to accomplish. Number one comes from Rachel Hollis and she teaches, no one gets to tell you how big your dreams can be. These are my dreams and I know that we've set some very lofty goals, some of them completely unmeasurable, but I know that they are all attainable. I know that if we all lift where we stand and use our influence, that great things can happen for good. I am so confident that we can change the world one act of service at a time. And that keeps me going forward and doing hard things. Second thing I like to think about before I go in and ask for something big is that if you don't ask, the answer is always no. The answer is no until we ask and give someone the opportunity to say yes. And I would absolutely hate to withhold an opportunity for someone to do a great act of service. The last thing that always crosses my mind before I have to do something difficult or out of my comfort zone is that this is not about me. I can lay it all out on the line, my heart, my soul, everything, and how someone chooses to take that is more about them than it is about me. This cause that I feel so strongly about, I know will help so many people. And if I don't go out there and talk about it and share about it and ask the hard questions and do the hard things, then this message doesn't get spread. And that would be a tragedy. When I started my podcast six months ago, I honestly had no idea what I was going to say. But as the weeks rolled on and I followed through on my commitment to show up for you every week, I figured out what to say. As I read the reviews and the emails and saw you in person, I figured out what my life mission was. And as I move forward with it, the way it keeps getting clearer and clearer, sometimes only inches at a time. So if you're listening today, I am encouraging you to tell your story, make your impact, and move your mountains. If you've been touched by anything you've heard today, please get in contact with us. We could use all the help we can get. And until next week, stay on the brighter side, have courage, and be kind. Thank you.